glorious marathon and today we have reached a pivotal moment as we dive into the mighty story of the Avengers. Welcome to just one more opinion and let us all suit up for a spectacular episode. Hello everyone. Uh, once again, let me just start by saying that today I'm going to be a bit quieter as I have my family at home and I don't want to disturb them <laughs> with my loud, loud voice while I get all giddy about this movie because I'm so glad we have reached this milestone, episode 6 of Assembling for Christmas and the um, first ever MCU team-up movie. It was 2012 and there was a lot of excitement for this movie because even though there had been superhero teams in the big screen before, such as the X-Men and the Fantastic Four, none were alike to what the Avengers was. This was a culmination of four different movie franchises at the time with the Iron Man, Captain America, Thor and Hulk characters coming from different movies and joining Black Widow and Hawkeye who had been introduced as well to create this super team of heroes. The X-Men and Fantastic Four were already a team in their first movie movies. Here assembly was needed. <laughs> and what a groundbreaking unprecedented movie this was. A box office blockbuster and a fan favorite throughout the the world. Joss Whedon, the director, and Kevin Feige just knew what they needed to do to make this work. Most of that lied in the character interactions and, of course, in the final battle. We had, we had great action, great dialogue, great setups, and very high stakes, as this was the first MCU threat of a global annihilation. And to think that back then, it was so grand and breathtakingly ambitious to introduce not only the concept of a superhero team but also the alien invasion right out of the bat really changed the landscape of the MCU and opened horizons because the world was never the same after this New York incident. Now we think of Infinity War and Endgame as the biggest threats our heroes faced as it was the universe that was at stake not just planet Earth, but in 2012, this was huge. And it felt like that because we only had six heroes against a demigod and his gigantic outer space army. Whedon did an amazing job and his style, not just for the action scenes, but also comedy, was really unique and a vital element for the essence of the MCU moving forward. But let's jump to the characters and their relationships. We have but a few new introductions, with Kobe Smulders taking on the role of Mariah Hill, a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, and the character of The Other, who was sort of um, an advisor to whoever employed our main villain, Loki. <laughs> uh, the latter only appeared in one more movie, but Hill showed up a few more times, and I wish they did something more with the character. Make her director of S.H.I.E.L.D. at some point, like in the comics. 
It might still be able to do that, as the MCU is still expanding to this very day, so we'll have to wait and see about that. But the rest of the crew is faces we all know, except for Mark Ruffalo, who takes on the role of Bruce Banner after Edward Norton chose not to return. And as I said in my Incredible Hulk episode, I grew fond of Ruffalo's Banner over, the, over time. I think he did a great job balancing both the man and the monster. Some might argue that Marvel lost its way with the Hulk character to, at some point in time, but um, if, if you wait until the last few episodes of this series, you'll hear what I have to say about that. But yeah, I, I, I believe that Ruffalo did a good job. But he'll get more chances in the next movies to prove his worth as Dr. Banner. It's just a shame that we didn't have another Hulk movie with a Ruffalo as the Green Goliath. Yeah, that's all. Really just a shame because of the universal rights. Oh, oh well, that's life. In it. <laughs> but this movie is all about cooperation and that's where much of the struggle originates from. Our heroes do not work well together from the very start. There's a lot of intellectual and idealistic conflicts between them. The best example being the feud between Captain America and Iron Man. All they do is bicker and trash talk, clashing and clashing as their values are so different from each other. And this duality that we have with these two frontline heroes drove the story in Captain America Civil War, yes, but it is a long-lasting element of the MCU too. It started here and was only really mended in Endgame. So I think it's beautiful that Marvel and Feige chose not to dismiss this relationship as just too opposing ideal, but actually explore that deep enough to be a fundamental part of one movie, which is uh, Civil War. And here, yes, it's most, most of it is just, it works for giggles and banter, but there are a few ideas that push through that, especially the idea of sacrifice, when Rogers accuses Stark to have no concept of it. And that comes back at the end of the movie when Iron Man goes through the portal to save New York, probably flying to his demise. But as we now know, that was not the ultimate sacrifice of Tony's. And I think that, again, I have to thank Marvel for what they gave us, for giving us these little moments, these little um, setups, like eight years ago. And this 12-year journey since Iron Man 1 that still has not yet ended. All the character development and lessons amidst the action and grandeur of every movie, I, I, I can never be too grateful for what they gave the fans. So, yes, let's just move on before I get <laughs> too emotional. <laughs> yes, the character interactions were a very important part of the film, part of what made it so great, but some scenes were also brilliant and exciting and funny, so I'll mention just a few that I really like. The first one being the Black Widow scene at the start of the movie, which is just awesome, showing us how badass Natasha Romanoff is, further expanding her character's personality, as, as it wasn't really a focus 
in Iron Man 2. And then her first interaction with Banner, and my god. First, no one knew they would eventually be a thing. And secondly, the fear in her eyes when Banner yells. Ooh. <laughs> She's scared for what she doesn't know or understand, and that pays off later when the Hulk is finally let out of puny Banner's body. Which is another great scene, because the Hulk design is different as is the transformation anima animation. And I will grant those of you that think that he looks less of a monster and more like a supersized, green, child-friendly giant. I get that. But I still prefer this design. And it will change slightly over the years, but I think the overall look is more appealing to me anyway, comparing it to the Incredible Hulk uh, design. Another great scene is the Three Avengers brawl at the forest, where we have Thor and Iron Man fighting, and then Captain America steps in to stop them. First of all, it's it looks straight out of the comics, especially that last shot with the three um, standing up in a, like um, a triangle position, looking at each other. Um, and second, there there are a few details, some paid off, others to be paid off. I'm referring to, respectively, Iron Man's suit being able to withstand Thor's electrical charge because I believe that was an upgrade of, of Tony's after he fought with Whiplash that made him want to upgrade his armor so it could do that, so it could withstand massive amounts of energy. And to be paid off was Mjolnir's clash with Cap's vibranium shield, which will be a move that they use as a as a team, as a duo in the next Avengers movie to incapacitate enemies. Incapa incapacitate. Yep. English. <laughs> and there are a lot of little moments, one-liners that have stood the test of time, such as, I understood that reference, is adopted, <laughs> and my favorite, my favorite, that's my secret captain, I'm always angry, oof, my dudes, that moment, it gives me goosebumps every single time, I just love it so much, um, and that is why the entirety of the final battle is my favorite sequence of the film. It's so good. The the action, the team-up moves, the, the scale of it. Loki did try to dissolve the team and his plan was almost successful, but what he did not count on was that this team had something to avenge, or in this case, someone. When Agent Phil Coulson dies in a heroic fashion, after standing up to evil. And it's crazy that after this movie, we had seven seasons with this character because, spoiler alert, he was brought back. And it was only this year that we saw the last of him when Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s last season was released. Clark Gregg was one of the OGs and he did an amazing, fantastic job as the good agent but better man, Phil Coulson. So, thank you, Clark, for this character as well. So now, with someone to avenge, there is no time to waste. 
because New York is in imminent danger and only six individuals are able to protect it. Tony confronts Loki at Stark Tower, giving us a couple of great lines, one being, we have a Hulk, <laughs> simply awesome, um, and introducing yet another armor with Mark VII. You gotta love Tony, always tinkering, always improving his tech, um, and as the team assembles after after the hilarious <laughs> entrance of Banner in a motorcycle, we get that iconic shot of our six heroes ready for battle, led by Cap, who, amongst other orders, tells the Hulk to smash. And that, that was a great way to give us that line. Just perfect. Just perfect. Much met better than Hulk smash and the Incredible Hulk. Now, I could describe all the action in this sequence, but only by seeing it can your excitement grow. There are a lot of great brawls and near disasters, but Tony's sacrifice at the end was the highlight of the scene. It showed great character development, paid off a previous argument, and undoubtedly left the genius playboy with a deep trauma, which will be the focus of his next film. And now with New York saved, our heroes have done it, but not everyone is pleased, and that's why I love the MCU. It's not, not all just black and white. Yes, the Avengers gained some supporters and fans, but also a lot of people became aware of the danger they pose and the destruction they brought to the city. Usually when a hero saves the day, there is only appreciation towards them, but here they went for a more neutral approach, which I just adored, because again, it presented us with a grounded take on the existence of heroes and what they meant for the world population. And this will be referred to multiple times throughout the franchise, uh, especially in Civil War. Civil War just tackles a lot of themes. I love that movie. Cannot wait to watch it. And it's great. It, it, it's that conflict of ideas between the government and some of the population and the Avengers, it, it started here already at the end of this movie, which I thought was really surprising. But being grounded is not all that Marvel and Feige want to be. Oh no, they are also ambitious, very ambitious indeed. At the time, it meant nothing to most, but Black Widow's reference to Budapest it has been a mystery since 2012, and we will only learn about it finally next year when Black Widow the movie is released. Plus, another thing that might that some might have missed was the importance of the Tesseract and the, the Scepter. Both were Infinity Stones, artifacts that will play a pivotal part in Phase 3, and they were together in this movie. And at the time, obviously, I was 13, I had no idea even what Infinity Stones were, so to learn that after, in three years, four years' time, was really exciting. You just, ah, oh, you gotta love it. You gotta love how they planned things so, so ahead. But the biggest, most audacious and ambitious scene was the mid credit scene, when it is revealed who sent Loki on this quest to conquer 
earth, and it was the mad titan himself, Thanos, who would haunt our heroes and ourselves for half a decade until he shows up and brings actual war with him to the MCU in Avengers Infinity War, another mm, 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 mm. amazing movie. <laughs> wow. wow. Wow, 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 wow. Just wow. What can I say more than this is one of the best MCU movies, without a question, a 9 out of 10 within the franchise and a solid 8 as an action-packed, brilliantly made motion picture. And this movie is in some ways the beginning of something so, so special. What, what a franchise, guys. What a franchise. So happy to be alive <laughs> in this golden age of cinema and superheroes. Okay, guys, we have reached the end of the episode. We still have another oh, 17 days to go until we reach the end of the series because we still have so many movies, so many stories and adventures to explore and analyze. So, for now, we say goodbye to this team of heroes, but we will see them again in their separate journeys when we start phase two of the MCU. I hope you enjoyed this one, guys, and thank you for listening. Stay safe and goodbye.